Americans know how to prep. We've all seen it in the movies. There was even a US reality TV series called Doomsday Preppers. The term prepper is often used to mock people who prepare often intensely for all kinds of calamities. These basic life survival skills have come in handy recently as millions of Americans have stocked up to bunker down as the coronavirus takes hold. Our North America correspondent Catherine Diss reflects on how she isn't a prepper and in this case she really should have been. So I've just come to do my shop and I'm not a prepper and that's a bit of a problem. There aren't many cans of food left on the shelves so it looks like I might just be getting some of the basics. Uh, milk, get some of that. Seems to be bananas still for sale. Oh, oh, there's no meat left. Looks like you can only get one gallon of water. It's a bit dire. Americans certainly know how to stock up. Now let's see if there's any of that favourite commodity left that Australians love so much. Is there any toilet paper? Huh? No, there is not. This is the fifth supermarket I've been to where there's been no toilet paper and signs which say due to high demand we are now limiting the quantity of units per person so it looks like it's a paper towel for now so that was my experience at just one of the supermarkets i visited over the weekend you'd think that i would have been more prepared i've been talking about panic buying on air for days this food bank at the heart of New York's outbreak, now making home deliveries to the elderly. Here in the nation's capital, most businesses will shut from tonight. America has But already... I'm just not a prepper. I never have been. I think there was something about my upbringing, with a mother who always had five of everything, that put me off stockpiling. I genuinely hate hoarding. My husband, who's back in Australia for work, stocked all the shelves before leaving two months ago, knowing full well I'd only shop for food two days in advance. He said when he left, you've got enough in the freezer to last you about six weeks. I brushed off his concern when he suggested on three separate occasions last week, it's best you do a big shop, hey? Sure, sure, turns out he was right. But I am making light of a very serious situation. At a Costco in Georgia, a man was stabbed with a bottle over a packet of water. In New York, a food bank started home deliveries to society's most vulnerable. They can't get out like some of us can, like you and I. So for them, they are affected because they cannot eat. And gun shops across the country have almost sold out. Let me show you how bad this is. Empty. No guns. Empty. No guns. You want to look at the handguns? Let's see what handguns we have. Oh, none. And none. None. You guys want to see what ammo I have? Let's look at this. Almost none. No ammo. This is happening everywhere, right across the country. It's even prompted the Coronavirus Task Force to tell people to stop stockpiling. 
One of the biggest problems here is a shortage of general medical supplies. He's an emergency department doctor on CNN. We have gone through five, uh, five months, now six months worth of supplies in less than a week. And uh, we are scrambling. Uh, we're scrambling and even to the point where uh, these are N95 masks. Uh, we've got uh, three days of supply of N95 masks on hand. Uh, in order to preserve these and get them to last longer, we have begun, we've got a, a team of people sewing masks together. This is surgical sheeting uh, and uh, this is our prototype. Uh, we've got about 3,000 of these made. We believe we can make uh, 200,000 of them. It will take a few weeks, but this is, this is the, the kind of what we're having to do because we don't know when that next shipment is coming. It's prompted the US President Donald Trump to enact a wartime power, the Defence Production Act, giving him the control to order companies to make more supplies deemed necessary to national security. And it gives him the ability to take hold of the civilian economy to redirect those critical materials which are in such short supply towards protecting the nation. To date, we don't know of any circumstance where this power has been used to combat a public health emergency. We'll be invoking the Defence Production Act just in case we need it. Uh, can do a lot of good things if we need it and we will... Uh, we will have it uh, all uh, completed, signing it in just a little while, right after I'm finished with this conference. I'll be signing it. It's prepared to go. In the first instance, the Act is most likely to be used to try and source face masks and ventilators, which have so far been in short supply here, as the nation has grappled with ways to contain the outbreak. Meanwhile, back at the supermarket, and you are going to be staying open at the moment? I no idea. Not for how long, but just uh, at the say, moment, yeah. day by day. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Uncertainty, which doesn't seem to be getting any clearer by the day. But finally, I think the seriousness of this situation is starting to sink in. That this storm is only just beginning. This is Catherine Dees in Washington, reporting for Correspondence Report. That was North America correspondent Catherine Diss.